Hi FM presents South African politics and news with the South African Institute of Race Relations. The IRR show, independent, relevant and real, is hosted by Sarah Gon every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10, promoting life, liberty and property rights. Uh, good morning, all in, all in sundry. Um, call me a bit of a pessimist, but I suspect the happiness rating for Israel for 2024 will not remain at four. It will regress and it will probably have a lot to do with the Supreme Court conflict issue. Um, but let's get on to um, possibly sillier things, and that is uh, the, my little bit about the march yesterday, the conflict, sorry, the best shut down ever in the history of South Africa and the world and the universe and so on. Um, I'm so, uh, Look, I, I think there's very little doubt that uh, as a success, uh, it's, it was probably more motivated by the, the nasty threats that came in, in advance of the shutdown than anything else. And, the, and because we all know, I mean, we've lived with the EFF for long enough to know that when they threaten uh, something, they often do it, they're they, Leaders have, have ended up being charged with, um, you know, assaults and similar acts and, and similar acts of, of, uh, of criminality on a number of occasions. So in other words, when they say, you know, if you don't shut down, I don't know, that your family won't be at home tonight or something to that effect, we take them seriously. And therefore the extent to which the shutdown was occurred before they even started going onto the streets is something altogether different. But just to say that I wonder whether, despite being known as one of the canniest politicians in, in South Africa, whether Julius Malema hasn't in fact shown a, a, a sloppy hand that may, may indicate that he's not exactly uh, where he would like to be in the surfing political stage come the 2024 election. Um, after all, um, he, you know, National shutdown. You, you you say you don't need permission for it, but of course you do. It's it's a, it's a march. It's a it's, it's a gathering. It involves demonstrations. It's all it's all of that. Shutdown is just a word. Um, secondly, so there may be there may be legal issues there, but it doesn't. It has very little effect for two reasons. One is that we are march shutdown demonstration central um, that's that's what we do so it has less impact because it gets done often and the other is if you want to have an impact on anything at all and marching seldom does you've got to have a single single cause that you enumerate not getting rid of escom this and getting rid of ramaposa etc so i'm not sure that all that canniness was on display notwithstanding the hype Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. I think perhaps one of the big stories of this last week has been a story that has said almost nothing. And I think that's, that's very, very ominous. At, in Parliament, I think it was in Parliament that uh, DA leader John Steenhuizen revealed that the minister involved at the highest levels in the mafia, mafiosi, mafias, in Mpumalanga, which is decimating ESCOM, was the very recently former Deputy President uh, David Mabuza. Um, if, this didn't 
come as much of a shock to people. Well, I'm not sure, you know, what the extent of the evidence that's behind it. But certainly a lot of us have kind of kept abreast of, of this and put, you know, joined the dots, as Pravin Gordon would say, had thought that Mabuza had to be, is very likely to be this person or at least one of the people at the very top. So he, he reveals it. Um, it's been in the press, but without specific reference at all to Mabuza because of a range of things, including the issues of evidence. And no one says anything. The president doesn't say anything. His spokespeople don't say anything. Prophet Gordon doesn't say anything. Gwede Mantashe doesn't say anything. Fakili Mbalula doesn't say anything. Nobody says anything. I'm, I think, but I couldn't find it. The, the one comment from Abuza was, well, take me to court. Well, and you'll see why it doesn't worry him. Um, Mabuza, I think, if if the allegations against him, because it's often been very difficult to prove some of them, but if the allegations against him are anything to go by, he is a career criminal. He is a career criminal. And I'll give you some indication of some of the things he's got involved in, not necessarily in, in the order in which they ha- in which they happened. He received what was called as a strategic donation of 30 million rand from General Electric through ESCOM in 2016 when he was still Pumalanga president. Apparently it went through his donation, his foundation, sorry, they all have foundations, um, and was financed as part of ESCOM's corporate social responsibility program. Well, um, it will all be fine, well and fine and good if he can establish that every bit of that money went to genuinely good causes, but we, we wait and see on that. The very big case in which he's not actually named, it's a civil case, uh, but he, his presence looms very large in it, um, revolves around claims of corruption claimed by conservative and whistleblower Fred Daniels over several years. And it, it concerns a huge um, land claim and essentially land theft that occurred in Mpumalanga of properties that uh, that Fred Daniel owned, and it's it, it's been going. Th- it's I think it started in 2002. It has been going th- on for years. I mean, six dockets have been lost, attempt, attempted suicide, attempted assassinations rather. Um, the whole the whole bang shooty, um, and then at the end of last year, Alta, um lodged a criminal case against 13 individuals, including Mabuza um, and two businesses as suspects, and they'd be charged under the Prevention of Organized Crime Act for racketeering, acquiring, maintaining directly or indirectly interest in or control of a land restitution scam, obtaining beneficial control of vast tracts of land, sometimes fraudulently, and selling the land at inflated prices. And there are other things related to that. It's an extremely complex matter. Um, and it is enumerated in detail, and it's, it's not easy detail to read, by Rahana Rousseau in her book called Predator Politics. And it is huge and it is complex and it is nasty in every sense of the word. So now it's gone from Daniel himself lodging a civil claim to recover what he's lost as a result of this to Arthur saying, a criminal case must be launched. I'm, I'm presuming, perhaps incorrectly, but I'm assuming that Alta has the evidence, or at least some evidence, to back up that being the basis of a of a criminal case. Now, if David Mabusa is 
the head of the mafias in Pumalanga into ESCOM, which wouldn't be surprising, it would fit with the program. Um, the, it, 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 it would be huge. I mean, the, the, the it, it really, it, it sounds really and truly like a mafia, like a mafia, like mafia enterprise. It goes down through the, through channels and involves, uh, offers of money or threats against the person employed at ESCOM or their family. It is truly something straight out of a dreadful American type novel about how the mafia operates. Um, and so, in other words, it's just a, you know, it's one thing after that. And I'm sure I haven't begun to, conf- to, to cover some of the issues. Um, before I forget, one of the issues was a, 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 a alleged involvement in four murders, uh, I think a couple of which were related to the contracting that went on around the Bombella Stadium in Nelspreet uh, for the hosting of their legs of the World Cup in 2010. So, you probably found he, he you know, he, so I think one of the comments Dorator is uh, Andre Dorator made is that someone, um, say, one, a minister or a high level official uh, in government said to him, well, um, you know, the Gordon said, oh well, you know, they must eat, and somebody else said, you know, it had to come out eventually, and perhaps now it might actually come out because he has he has gone to the heart. Of destroying what what moves this economy and and would make it successful, and that is the provision of our electricity. And just judging from the other charges and allegations, it it all does seem to to fit a bit. Um, it's, I mean, he, oh, <laughs> I've forgotten. When Matthews Pauza was the premier of Mpumalanga, and David Mabuza was the MEC for Education, I ask you with tears in my eyes, he, he actually dismissed him for kickbacks he received as a result of a matric, um, a matric exam scandal. I mean, you know, let's, let's, I mean, you've got to admire the man. He, he's, he's, he's a bit like Bitvest, you know, he's, he, he's involved in a whole range of things. The only problem is Bitvest is a legal, lawful, uh, competent, private sector entity and he is an illegal un, his is an illegal unlawful um, fraudulent and possibly even treasonous illegal entity so as I say much of it is allegations I don't want to say that it's as fact but you know it gets a little it gets a little bit uh, attractive shall we say that he might be behind it given everything that's been said but as I said the, the last the, the thing that really gets me is that allegation is made Bastian Hazen, and no one says anything. No one says, it's not true. Where did you get that from? It's outrageous. Nothing is said at all. And it could be partly because for the ANC, this is the opportunity to actually get back at Mabuza. It may be, um, I suppose that's one possibility. It may be the involvement is so deep that people don't want to say anything because they're involved with what Mabuza's done. Um, the, the, the op- options are endless, and I think we will see something – well, no, hopefully we'll see something significant come out, simply because if you go and do this for long enough, you stretch it out for a long enough period, you get involved in enough things involving more and more people who are beholden to you, something eventually cracks and something eventually gives. So maybe this is the thing. Maybe 
not no one saying anything speaks volumes. Hi FM, one hundred and one point nine megahertz of life. I know it's a holiday today, and it's quite a somber holiday because it's Human Rights Day, which. Although it commemorates the founding of the South African Human Rights Commission, it actually was formerly Sharpeville Day, and, and, and Sharpeville had a very, very resonant is a very resonant part of our history. But I thought I'd uh, lighten things up a bit and uh, do something completely different. And that difference is that I am having an interview with David Dubell, our cartoonist. David, welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Glad to be here. You draft cartoons for us, which is an extension of what we do because it's it's they're basically a comment on our politics, on the state of the nation, our zeitgeist, or whatever you want to call it. Um, what is your day job, however, and um, sort of how did you get to where you are now? Okay, I, I mean, I've always drawn from, shall be from primary school or something. Was never the 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 best student, played lots and lots of sport and did art. Um, ended up in the graphic design world. Um, now creative director, executive creative director at a company called Penguin Advertising. Um, yeah, so I'm a creative director. We do retail, you name it, logo design. We work with Suzuki, so complete creative director. And then at night time, I land up drawing. Oh, okay, so we're we your sort of we 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 fill into your hobby. Yeah, it, correct. Uh, um, but it's I think it's it's kind of more than a hobby. It's kind of a nice way to relax, even though the topic isn't the greatest. But yeah, it <laughs> it really is quite a cool way just to sit and draw and not you know carry on not thinking about other stuff. Yeah, no. Look, uh, the the thing that's that's, uh, that's fun about this is a it, it adds some literal colour to the Daily Friend, um, which just to remind people is our website with our opinions and news on, and so it literally adds colour and uh, a, a, a nice touch of humour and a, a recognition of things that we would normally um, think about. I'll, I'll look at some of your. We'll chat about some of your cartoons specifically, um, but. On, on, on the serious side, what you are really doing is conveying in a lighthearted way the realities that the rest of us tend to have to write opinions about and get very maudlin and very negative and, and such like because we are dealing with South African politics. And since everything is politics and everything in South Africa is bad politics, um, you know, we, we don't come out looking Look, look, looking so good, and you help us to make help. Sorry, you help us help to make us look better. Um, David, what I wanted to ask you is, interestingly, your style, um, the characters that you that you draw, are generally what I would call sort of nice-looking people. Um, if, if they're smiling, they they look like they're smiling genuinely. Um, if they're not smiling. Um, they look like people not smiling, and when they get angry, they they, they look outrageous. But it, you convey you convey them using very um, people, ordinary people like people. How, how do you think? How does that work for you? What, what what does it help you to sort of get across your viewpoint, just your natural style? Um, enlighten us. Yeah, I think it's definitely more of a, a, a natural style. Um, 
I like getting the emotions and the face across because that normally does tell a hell of a lot what's going on when you, you know, if the person's laughing or if the person's shouting, you, you can portray that quite nicely. Um, but I, I think it's also quite a simple style. Um, one of my, one of my big heroes or should we say, you know, I looked up to Sergio Aragonis from the Man mm. magazine. Um, so, and if you look how simple his stuff is, but he gets the message across straight away. So it's quite a tricky one to not get too crazy with your drawings because you've got about two seconds to look at the picture and go, oh, well, yes, that's what he's saying. So mm-hmm. it's a fine line between overcomplicating the drawing or making it simple enough that the person can still read what's going on. Mm-hmm. But definitely more my style. It's just, I might be a little bit, um, Oh, maybe a lazy. It's just, you know, I don't want to put too much detail in because then it makes them have to draw for longer. Um, no, it's a, it, it, I think what it is is whatever you're getting across, it, it never, it never comes, or, 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 it never sort of comes across as insulting or, uh, um, really scathing. Uh, the, the, the cartoon, does work for itself, but it, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, there's a, a certain, it's, it, that you come across sort of compassionately in, uh, uh, in your, in your cartoons. So it's, it's like you, when you look at your cartoons, it's very difficult to do, try and describe, uh, um, over the radio. But when you look at your cartoons, um, you just, you, it, it's, it's, it's like a bit of a lift to the day, even if the subject matter is, uh, shall we say a little, uh, um, a, a little hard, uh, shall we say. I, I'm just going to go for an example. Um, you did a cartoon recently um, about the cabinet reshuffle, um, and in it you have sort of ANC coloured dancing figures, sort of singing, "Let's do the cabinet reshuffle again" or "the cabinet shuffle again," and it it conveys the complete and absolute nothingness that came out of this out of this cabinet shuffle and yet you you do that where you still got three little singing figures who look very cute and um you know obviously meant to represent the anc but uh, it completely belies the angst and aggravation and annoyance the rest of us were experiencing when uh, when they did finally so-called reshuffle the cabinet I think one of the biggest comments or one of the most um, regular comments I get, it would be very funny if it wasn't true. Yeah. (laughs) That is one of the big people always replying. So sad, but it's true. uh, uh, Here's another one, which has a nice sort of, shall I say, domestic feel about it. Um, When you talk, about the subject of grey listing. Now, you know, we are, we must not be proud at all, unlike our comments from Opposer made about being grey listed and, uh, you know, joining the ranks of Syria and uh, Yemen and other sort of, dare I say, to quote an ex-president, shithole countries. <laughs> and you've got um, Ramaphosa looking somewhat dismayed as he picks up his long sleeve t-shirt that was obviously the South African flag and all the color is leached out and there's an open there's a there's a dish, there's a washing machine with the cleaner that says ANC nice bottle and the softener next to that and it's just 
it's so it, 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 it so resonates with one's ordinary life of the daily chores of things, and yet you manage to convey the fact that this is not a good thing that has happened. Um, how does is there anything specific that sort of triggers your imagination as to what how you want to communicate this, or does it just depend entirely on on the issue that you're confronted with? Yeah, I, I, I think it's the issue. I, um... I do get told um, by my family to try stop watching news a lot because I also do swear at the TV on a regular basis. Um, and then you've got to try to look at that topic and go, okay, well, how do we make this actually ridiculous? How do you, I mean, it, it is ridiculous as it is. I mean, that you, you, you're not really perturbed that you've just been grey listed and you've been warned for the last five years, years that you're going to be grey listed and you don't give a damn. Um, I think the South Africans do have a good sense of humor of how we can laugh at each other. Um, so I think, yeah, that's really where it comes from, is trying to look at the picture and trying to find the the, the light side. Um, maybe it's from an upbringing of watching Life of Brian um, when <laughs> they're on the cross and, you know, always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> yes, the, the, that is a classic. I still have to do um, a program with some of that because <laughs> Having looked at parts, parts of it regularly, I think it was made in 1979, um, there are comments about the issues that are sort of bedeviling us at the moment, including wokeism, that yes. are way, way ahead of their time. I mean, it's like these guys were – this was genius. I mean, they were yeah. picking this up um, really as it started going in the universities. But can I ask you, the other thing I, I, I'm particularly fond of is when in your cartoons you have a sort of every man who is you. Um, and as, as soon as you, because it's a sort of, sort of white beard, uh, cap, sunglasses, colorful shirt, um, slops, and, uh, and shorts. And you've got this lovely cartoon where you say, your character throwing 2022 in the bin and saying it's over and done. We've been through a lot, but as you say, it's time to be positive. And he's smiling away and his teeth are glinting. Um, just work hard. Don't be a doers and what could go wrong? <laughs> round the corner, round the corner is a big thug like person with a club that's saying ANC antics and that's exactly right. I mean, there we are, the people of South Africa sitting there, and we just, we don't know what's going to happen, but we, we pretty much know somewhere along the line, we are going to be beaten about the head by misfortunes and idiocy that we haven't expected, haven't expected to do. Um, do you get any particular sort of fun of making you, making you the everyman character? Yeah, I suppose, you know, well, by making me that character, I don't have to worry about what race he is, what he's not, if it's a what, if it's me. So, well, you know, I can poke fun at myself. I'm not, I'm not really interfering with anyone else's life. You know, you're not trying to go, oh, well, that person's that person's that person. You know, whereas it's me. So I can go, I can say and do what I want to myself. <laughs> and I won't take offense. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's the spirit. 
Um, <laughs> but to, uh, just to note that this was actually this particular cartoon is actually the uh, amongst the, one of the top three cartoons we've had on this year in, pop, in terms of popularity. But I just want to raise a sort of interesting point because we talk about color because your your um, cartoons often have either clearly black characters in or colored characters in together with white characters or uh, only white or only blacks, whatever it may be, depending on the subject matter. Have you ever found it a problem trying to get that balance right or have you ever had to worry about getting that balance right? I think I think generally it's normally okay for the topic because if there is someone in the ANC that has said something most ridiculous again, it's generally quite easy because we know what color they are, so it's not much of a problem. Um, so it's not too bad. Uh, I, I do find maybe I need to bring a little bit more of, of women involved, maybe because I seem to draw only men. But yeah, generally, generally, it's 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 normally what the topic is, and that's how the the, the characters will come out. Mm. Um, no, no, it's a, uh, but but you're right. I think. Uh, um, but but I have seen I have seen cartoons where you have one male character, one female character, and they're sort of looking at dulled amazement at something that has ha- that something that has happened, and uh, I, I think uh, that's probably what a lot of women would how a lot of women would approach the the, <laughs> the, the various vagaries of being a woman in 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 South, in South Africa. Um, um, are there I know I was looking also at your um cartoon excuse me your your cartoon about uh, the EFF's proposal to embark on what we is now the national shutdown today um which is appearing to have mixed reviews shall we shall we say and the you then have this ranting raving character dressed in red ranting about national shutdown and expletives and all sorts of things. And then in the next sort of block, you have the ANC and the EFF smiling broadly at each other and and congratulating each other on their participation <clears throat> in a coalition. Um, does the Does the EFF prov- – I mean, it certainly provides a lot of uh, material for the media, but – does it provide a lot of good material for cartoons, or is it a kind of bit of we've been there, done that, and they're just actually becoming a bit of a pain? I think that one. Um, I was saying, you know, I really do think that the media should stop, even if if he wants to have a a, a little press conference, they should stop going. Um, but yes, he does. He, he is so easy to draw. I mean, he, him and the ANC, it's you, you never got a loss for um, information, so. Yeah, it's actually mind blowing when you actually you draw it and you think to yourself, "I have to recheck this. Uh, it can't be true. It cannot be true." And I cannot only take one source. And then I would go research or what, send Marius a message and say, "Listen, you know, is this actually true?" No, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm sure most of the time he says, "Yes, it is true." Um, unfortunately. Um, for that, uh, but this this is this one I, I just want to refer to. I like is that 
Um, sorry, I'm going to go back. First, I just want to respond to you on the uh, on the EFF. And I think that, as I say, that is the problem is that, ironically, uh, perhaps for someone in your game, he is very he was very much a creation mm. of the media. Once they once he came out of into the open, um, he they just he drew them in like 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 uh, flies to honey. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you listen, to, I mean, I, I never really want to give that man credit, but if you listen to how excited he gets and how he talks, you know, you for the people that follow him, he's pretty impressive. But it's just nonsense that comes out anyway. So. I hear, let me ask you this about just your opinion on it, on <clears throat> to him and the EFF in general. Um, do you think that they gained any potential voters or adherents by this national, by this national shutdown and all the drama that preceded it? Or do you think people actually want to see something concrete? I, I think, I mean, I, I said it yesterday. I was speaking to someone and I said, I think that generally the people have, have lost a lot of interest in um it's I think that people are getting tired of all all what's happening to us and he just carries on causing more trouble. And if you have a look at the some of the turnouts, I saw there was a good old five people in J Bay. I think in Oatsuron or something was a good ten people. Um so I think he is definitely and you can see in the votes as well, he's definitely losing. So let's hope he does. Let's hope he becomes irrelevant. Um as as we often say on this on this um Radio station from your lips to God's ears. Yeah, correct. Um, uh, what I was coming back to is, is again one of your other cartoons, which features you, um, um, with a very sweet, smiling broadly. And the headline is me taking a selfie with the school that the year did. <laughs> and the, behind you is nothing. It's just a white square. And then the next one says me taking a selfie with ANC's smart city. And again, there's nothing. And then me taking a selfie with the ANC's railways, and there's nothing. But on the fourth panel, you say, me riding a unicorn. And there you are, happily sitting on a unicorn, riding into the distance and the sunny uplands of the rainbow behind you. <laughs> and there's, there's, I think it's a lovely case of a more, a less being more. Yeah, it was one of those one of those days when uh, there was something about EFF school, and I was just going, but how many promises have been made that nothing's come nothing's come forward? I mean, Cyril is very good at that, but and it was just then, what takes it even to the next the next level of ridiculousness? And I mean, we all know that there's no such thing as unicorns, but I think they will be around before <laughs> any of those things are fixed. <laughs> I got a lot of people also commenting saying, "What about the this? What about the trains? What about?" I said, "Well, I can only have four com, you know, I only have four parts." <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes a list. They want yes. a list. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that I think from that regard, uh, are you likely to run out of inspiration anytime soon? You know, I mean, I do one a week, one a week for you guys, and it's like one of those situations that. When I first started, I used to panic a bit. I used mm. to start thinking, okay, well, I've actually got to do this once a week. I mean, what's going to happen? And then Monday, Tuesday, nothing happens. And then Wednesday, Thursday, everything goes absolutely crazy. So, mm. you know, I'm even finding that I may end up doing two or three sometimes now because there's just so much ridiculousness going on. Well, I saw, I saw that you uh, 
you've just done us a cartoon that you and I chatted about, and that was uh, uh, the extraordinary statement made by the chairman of ESCOM saying that we should celebrate uh, stages two and three because it could be much worse or, you know, something to that effect. And uh, you and I quickly chatted and you, and you said, I think there's a there's a school kid and a father and a report card uh, coming from that. And that is what you do. You've got a father looking very irate because his, his school card celebrating stage two and three. And the kids are standing there saying, but dad, we were told to, to celebrate incompetence. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, how can you, I mean, someone was saying, how many, since January or something, it's been one day of no load shedding? Yeah. And that, yeah. And that, so we must be happy about it. We must celebrate when we get it twice a day. I mean, how can you celebrate that? Don't you get the impression from something like that, that the, 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 the guys who are put into positions like that either don't have any sense of what's going on, on, on in the ground or don't judge, have any sense of judgment of ordinary people. Um, they, they just, they, they're literally sitting in ivory towers, sort of yep. perhaps becoming a bit defensive. And our reaction is, you know, you pay to, you pay to not be defensive. Yeah, I, I think they've lost touch of the real world. I mean, you see them when they're all dressed up and all the cars. And I had the blue light brigade driving behind me. I think it was yesterday or Saturday on the highway. And you, you go, really? <laughs> what, is, what is going on here? You, you can, you know, leave leave five minutes or ten minutes early to a meeting. You can get there on time without pushing everyone out the way. No, look, you've touched a very raw nerve there because. Uh, in, Everyone I know becomes a, a, a real visceral, develops a real visceral anger when they are pushed out of the way by a blue light brigade. And it's, it's such a sense of arrogance being supported by incompetence that I, I, I think, I think if we, if we could, we would probably shoot out the tires if it were, if, mm. if it were feasible. Um, I'm almost not sure that that that's an that's an issue you can even make fun of. I think people it's the sort of thing that makes people so intensely, intensely angry. Um am I wrong? Is there still something funny one can do with that? <laughs> I'm sure there's something funny we can do with it. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it is one of those things where we where you know cartoonists are to blame or some really crazy people out there when you something really bad happens and then the next thing you go, is that too soon? But yeah, I think we. I'm sure there must be something funny about the Blue Light Brigade. David, just to sort of round off a bit, um, how does doing how how do these doing our cartoons uh, once a week sort of fit into your schedule of being sort of the ad man, the big, you know, the the the, the guy who's got a real job to go to and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, is it relief? Is it just different? Is it and it allows you to bring out your your um, artistic side. Um, do you ever take? Do you ever use that for what you do um, I, I, outside? I think of? You, no, I think you, you, you're spot on on most of those things. I've 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 always been a, um, a creative person in the sense from school. I would spend more times doodling than I would be doing homework. Where I'd I'd, I'd draw a lot. Um, 
when I when I take notes generally in um in a creative environment. Anyway, I've got my iPad and I'm either drawing silly silly things about something that's going on so that I, I don't really take notes. Um, I've I've always drawn and I do little sketches and that sums up that for me and people always look at me and go, but where are the notes? And I'm going, but I know exactly what's going on by drawing that little image that will tell me what I need to do. Um, mm. But I think it I think it does relax me in the sense of also in the creative world uh, and the design world, it is very fast-paced. You, you're under quite a bit of pressure of, of trying to come up with some great concept in a day um, that's going to win awards and it's going to be viral and it's going to be all of those kind of stuff. But you're also tied to a lot of limitations in the sense of what, you know, what, who's, who you're doing the job for and what they can say and what they can't say. And are you, are you doing it this way? Are you doing it this way? So I do find, and I've only realized that recently that sometimes when I can sit back and I can find something funny, I can, it's up to me. You know, mm-hmm. there's no one sitting on my shoulder and saying, well, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's, it's just, you know, I just draw and it's, that's it become quite relaxing. Mm. Well, um, may we never overly sit on your shoulder um, <laughs> just allow, allow you free roam because sure as hell none of us can draw it to save our well, lives. Um, I think I've been so, very lucky. I, I think maybe only one of them – I normally what I'd normally do is that I would, I would do rough scamps. I think you've seen one or two of them um, and just send for, okay, are we happy with this or, we, or you know, is this working? Um, I generally have to ask Marius to check my spelling because I can't spell. So you will see there's been a couple of them. There's a, uh, the, the, the spelling mistakes did sneak through. And I've got a friend um, who's moved to England now, and his mom always sends them on to him. Look, David's made a spelling mistake again. But <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's, and I, I think I've only been. Well, basically, Morris said, "Okay, well, let's not go with that one. You know, that one's a bit risky." So it hasn't been too bad. And, we're nearly up at 140. Good grief. Um, that's okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. But as I said, it's, it's very much a, a lovely uh, relief to our uh, anguished, to those anguished souls, the rest of us who, who just write stuff. Um, and uh, I, I think it's, I think, if I may say, I just think the, 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 going onto the front page of the Daily Friend, the homepage, would just look much less fun without it. So, David, thank you very much for, for your cartoons. And if you, God forbid, ever looking for inspiration, uh, just give me a shout. I'm sure I'll find something <laughs> thoroughly miserable to pass your way. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it was, when I first got the um, meeting request to see if I'd like to draw for you guys, I still was like, are you sure you want me to come draw for you, really? But anyway, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And like I said, it's, it's nearly, we're nearly up at 100, we're 130 or something already. It's, it's been quite amazing. That's absolutely astonishing. Well, thank you, David, and more power to your pencil. Great. Thank you very much. Hi, FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Have a look at some of uh, David's drawings they they really are they really are fun and they're colorful and they make us look a little less serious which is no bad thing just to go through talk through a couple of issues these one is the tragedy of the assassination literally assassination uh, 
professional hit on Clutie and Thomas Murray, who liquidators. Um, he, uh, Clutie owned his own firm, Sechaba, and Thomas, his son, was was learning to take over the firm. And basically, they they were assassinated on the highway uh, on the on the on, on the N1. Um, Clutie apparently has been involved in many matters that. Uh, Concerned politically connected individuals with direct links to the most senior levels of the ANC. Um, he, he was in, he was involved in the most extraordinary, amongst the most extraordinary, um, things, but what is apparent is that his most recent case involved, um, an organization called 12 Infinite Innovation, which Investec had put Murray on had put Clutie onto in order to um, recover unpaid loans of an estimated 180 million rand. Um, and there was a file in the in the car after the tragedy that had not been collected by the police, according to according to journalists. And it was like uh, the NPA is taken very seriously because they've done a lot of work with him and there's there's, there's a close relationship. But I mean, if the police are literally leaving stuff lying at the, on, on or at the scene, um, you know, crikey, Moses, um, we, you know, we're really in trouble. Um, Murray caused the 30, 3.6 million claim to be filed against the ANC for money owed to Bosasa. Uh, 91 million rand claim against uh, Angelo Grizzi, Radovan Kretscher, do you remember him, the, uh, uh, the Czech mafiosi, Julius Malema, Dave King, Lolly Jackson, these are all familiar names. He liquidated Trillion, the Gupta company, which was, uh, <laughs> from which Eskom and SARS wanted to want to recover 595 million and 355 million res- respectively. And it, it just goes on and, and on. I mean, and it's, mo- it's mostly interesting, mostly SARS money. So, you know, it's, it's it, the classic case where perhaps if nothing else will get um, the criminal, um, a claim by a SARS for unpaid monies will be uh, will be one of those things. Um, what adds to the concern about the, uh, qu- the, the quality of policing is that the controller of the uh, in the in the room that governed the cameras that covered the scene on the highway, could not download the images because he on I think it was on Sunday because he didn't know how. Um, so I desperately hope for this family that the MPA does come to the party, but it's going to have to kick a lot of backsides in the police in the meantime. And then just to go overseas for a minute, uh, the uh, president of France, Emmanuel Macron. Survived a no confidence decision. Um, in fact, there were two no confidence decisions, and he survived both of them. And the reason they he, he faced them was because on Thursday he said they decided to th- force through a raise of the minimum pension age from 62 to 64 without a parliamentary vote. Now I'm sure you've seen scenes of of um, marchers and protesters against this uh, issue, and uh, you know. Very impressive. It's, it's, you know, it's obviously a big thing for a for a country that whose economy is very is 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 very controlled by or under the auspices of the state, and that is part of the problem. Is they can't keep 
working under, um, you know, uh, relying on, on, on state money to, to make the, the state work. And one of the things they wanted to do is by increasing the pension aid, they push out the date in which payments would have to be made and thereby take pressure off the, uh, the, the, the pension funds. Don't you get a little bit of a feeling like, um, 62 to 64, really? To listeners, please read The Daily Friend and read and have a look at David's cartoons at dailyfriend.co.za and I will see you again next week.